Welcome to Pauli Malinaji from Brooklyn to the world. Proudly representing his hometown of Brooklyn, New York. Pauli Malinaji takes you inside the ring and beyond. I'm definitely far from shy. We're going to be ranting about a lot of stuff. Not just about boxing, I'm opinionated on life in general, many sports topics and politics. Pauli doesn't hold back. The two time world champion, Pauli the Paulie Malinaji, Peter Collins, Brooklyn to the world. We're back. We're back. Uh, we haven't been out in a while. So I don't back know. by popular demand. We're back from the dead. We're back from the <laughs> from the hibernation of the winter. We're back. Well, I got guys on Twitter telling me we haven't been on since January 6th. I can swear we've done shows since January 6th. Absolutely. We did a show two weeks ago. Why? We did? Yeah, we did. You were on the yeah, phone. Yeah. Yeah. So why why don't keep people keep telling me we haven't been on since January sixth? Because they're, the they're still looking for the January sixth keep popping up. Because they're still looking for that the the rant or the the Brooklyn to the World uh, logo. They don't realize it's Showtime Boxing, Showtime Championship. So Brooklyn to the World doesn't exist anymore. It it does. There's archives and yeah. we've done some a couple rants on there, but it's okay. not it's not as far as like the boxing podcast. We're on Showtime Championship Boxing. Championship Boxing. So yeah. where? If, if people got a list of the podcast, they got to go to Championship Boxing. We send out a Boxing. link every time we yeah, do a it's show. it's the same thing. People yeah. get a little... But aren't we, like, not the only ones on Showtime Championship Boxing? And they're, like, a bunch of other stuff. There are two other shows. Yeah, so, so you got to actually pick us. What is it, like, pick a, like a, lotto, a lotto drawing? Or do they pick us every time they go to Showtime? It's very easy, dude. Yeah, it's, it's actually very simple. Yeah, you see your your names there, and you're like, oh, I know that guy. I like him. So they don't doesn't say Brooklyn to the World. They just says Paul Malinaji? It's it's under Showtime, Showtime Championship, Boxing. Championship Boxing. What part of this do you not understand? The part that I want to know what happened they get to our show as opposed to the other two shows. Because your name is Paul Malinaji <sighs> and then the other guy is Mark Kriegel and the other guy is fuck uh, Paul Rivera. That's exactly right. I mean, it's very simple. I don't understand the yeah. problem. So when they go to my name. Correct. <laughs> if they want to hear, if they want to hear you, I mean, which is what I asked a minute ago. That's right. what I was asking. Why do they find you? They go to Brooklyn the World. They go to my name. What do they go to? They Showtime go to Championship Boxing, cuz. Right. So that's for. I just wanted. I just wanted all loyal listeners to be able to understand the difference. Right. You know, maybe you don't get the fact that <laughs> they're yeah, not very loyal. They can't hear us. Yeah. I do. Because right. clearly. The messages I'm uh, getting on Twitter, nobody's finding on uh, game show. Paulie, the last Paulie, the last episode of Showtime Championship Boxing. So you go to Showtime Championship Boxing. The last, the latest episode says, "From Brooklyn to the World." Paulie talks retirement. <laughs> so that's pretty easy. It's I got to ask you a question now, Paulie. Stevie Wonder yeah. could find it. It's been a couple weeks. Are you still retired? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm still retired. All right, I'm going to ask you every show. He's, he's yeah. retired and retarded. Yeah. <laughs> Is that true? Retired. Yeah. No, I'm not retarded. Not yet. Not right. Retired. It kicks in later, right? Some people yeah, will disagree. You guys, you know what? You guys interrupted. I was watching the movie Reservoir Dogs. All right, we'll call you back. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should have check that one out. Yeah, I think so. it's an old movie. I like, wasn't crazy about it. What do you mean you were crazy about it? I wasn't crazy about it. It wasn't yeah. as good as Pulp Fiction. I mean, compared to compared to the era of the, of, there's a lot of good movies that came out around that time. You know, Goodfellas. Uh, right. Pop Fiction came out around that time. I didn't you know, like Pop I mean, Fiction all right, either. You know, it, it had that movie genre. This movie had a lot of competition compared to that, you know, in comparing that particular movie genre. But compared to movies now, I mean, this movie's like a blockbuster. Are you kidding me? Because movies now suck. Yeah. Every other every other word in this movie, you wouldn't be able to say in, 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 in any movie now. You know what I mean? That's like, what makes it good. No, but I'm saying that's what makes it raw. It makes it uncut. It makes it life. You know what I mean? Tough, Cut the guy's ear rugged. off. 
Yeah, I like I like mean like streets. You know what I like to do? I like to like make a nice dinner with my blue apron. Oh, and, that's uh, what you should do before you put on a movie. Yeah, you make you cook a nice little dinner with the blue apron, Paulie. Blue apron. Yeah, you is know blue like, apron. You love like it. A- is this like a, a, an infomercial I don't know about? <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> Too many hits to the head. Is that one of our sponsors? It's Shrooms one of our sponsors. Apron? That's right. Yeah. yeah just, no, just for the last month or so. It's no big deal. Number one fresh ingredient recipe delivery service in the country. Oh, going to be working me the food. Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Yeah, yeah. yeah Blue Apron, yeah. we apologize. Paulie's been hit in the head a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he remembers oh, that now. That is good food. No, you're right. You're right. Continue. Continue. Yes. Uh, excuse the interruption. Go ahead. <laughs> Pardon the interruption. Uh, we've talked about it before. They make home cooking accessible. They they get their, sor- their sources of their food are all, like, sustainable and no, no antibiotics and that stuff. Local farms, fisheries, and ranches across the United States. Seafood is fresh. Beef, chicken, and pork come from responsibly raised animals. It's and they a d- have a vegan menu, right? No, vegan. What? It's vegetarian. Again, That's vegetarian, what I mean. bro. God damn it. That's what I meant. Cut! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, they only give you... Uh, what I like to they give you the exact amount of food you need, so you're not wasting any food. You know, you're cooking together. It could be like a family kind of thing. comes out to about under 10 bucks a person per meal. I mean, for really good food, quality food. And if you guys go food shopping, and I do, go to Whole Foods or something, you break the bank to have, like, have a Whole decent Foods dinner. Whole Foods is expensive. Yes, whole paycheck, they call it. Is it yeah. is and it, um, people, you know, you don't even have to go look for the different ingredients. It comes in all in one, you know? Right. And uh, here's, a, here's their featured upcoming meals. Uh, they got salmon piccata with orzo and broccoli. Pork chops with, and miso butter with bok choy and marinated apple. Veg, vegetable chili and baked sweet potatoes with crispy tortilla chips. Those are the specials for tonight, sir? Yes, I these are the like, specials. I feel like if you, live, if you eat those, these meals, you'll live longer. Well, probably, because it'll you know, keep you like you know, full and like you'll be satisfied. You, you won't and overeat. Healthy. You know, you're getting your nutrients. Portion like, control. Like, I, like, when I'm not making weight, I get like Dunkin' Donuts on the fly. You know what I'm saying? Like, not a good like, idea. I just eat whatever. Oh, you're going to get to like what? 190, 210? What are you going to do? No, I'm, I'm actually, I would wait my whole four. I'm actually 171, so. But what do you want? What are you going to, but I know that, because you just That's not that fought. bad. But what are you going to no, get up to? That's what I walk around at if I'm, if I'm not a fat degenerate, you know? Yeah, that's not that bad. But are you, are, you cons- are you saying you're going to stay at that weight? I don't know. I mean, you know, see my body, I'm not really making an effort to go up or go down. I'm just wanting you know that's where I'm at right now. All right, you know? well, stick to the Blue Apron and you'll be all right. Don't, yeah. don't get crazy. Don't get donuts so and wait, crap. So Blue Apron doesn't have cannolis. I don't think so. You oh. sneaked in him on a cheat day, you know, on I Sunday. Have, I got to be honest. I've had my share of cannolis the past couple <laughs> weeks. Like, I, could, I could probably do with a couple less, you know? Uh, so, you know, I, I, you well, know actually, what I do want? What do you want? Calzone. What happened to those guys, Pete? Oh, I don't it's see a, them anymore. I think the construction drove them away. Yeah. It went back to the the Bronx. Oh, that's where they were from. Right. And, you know, I, I had go, this, We got to go to that little, little, little Arthur Avenue. Just, that was Little Sal's, right? Yeah, the little that's what it's called. Yeah, little south. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, I was in Chinatown the other day, and I decided to pick. I, I looked on Yelp, found a good China, like Chinese food. <laughs> speaking a little Italy, so you yeah. were in Chinatown. Is that funny how now you can say that? Yeah, <laughs> they're right next to each other, aren't they? Basically, you're so racist, about. man. Yeah. What? What am speaking I? Speaking of little Italy, I was in Chinatown, which <laughs> is actually what little Italy has become now. Okay, yeah, there you go. So I, I look on Yelp. Let me find some good Chinese food to bring home for my family because I happen to be down there. Four and a half stars. Like, oh, this looks good. Again, the food's really cheap. I was like, oh, well, it must be one of those like places that's like a small takeout place, but it must be really good. Uh, I think it was like some meat noodle dish. 
it had to be either pigeon, rat, or cat. I'm not sure which but one it was. Good? No, really? oh, it was, it was dis- Yeah, it was disgusting. I, 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 it was really, really bad. Their dumplings I were good. I think it's four-inch stars. They bought the stars. I, they <laughs> bought the stars. These hipsters don't care because, like, oh my god, I paid three bucks. I'm full. Exactly. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. It was so awesome. And, and with the Groupon ticket, it's it's, yeah. it's two it's two twenty-five. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. We uh, we totally Grouponed it. So let me get back to the, the uh, Blue Apron. I had the salmon piccata with orzo and broccoli this week, and it was awesome. That sounds good. It's really good. It's just it, it's good. I don't know what else to tell you. It's like, and they're very consistent. Like I haven't had a bad meal yet. So it's I really good. Like, right. I, 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 I personally like it. But if, 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 if my opinion means anything, I liked it. You know what I'm saying? Well, you're a guy that, you know, up until recently had to watch what he ate and, and you know, and eat yeah. healthy, you know, and eat clean, so. Yeah, that means and a this lot. Is the kind of, this is the kind of stuff where you, no matter what you eat on their menu, it's it's pretty clean. You know what I'm saying? Or it's, it's it is clean. You know? Yes. And portion control. I'm I'm down for it. You know what I'm saying? Let me wrap this up. It's affordable, variety, it's flexible, it's easy, and guaranteed freshness. If you have a complaint, which you probably won't, because I haven't had any problems yet. But if you have a complaint, you're going to say, "Yo, Blue Apron, this salmon tastes like shit," and they're going to be like, "Oh, I am so sorry. We're going to send you some new salmon." And I'll try to like be able to fool them because they know their stuff is good. You try that a couple times, be like, you know what? You can't have our blue apron anymore because you're stealing our shit. Right. So don't yeah. try that. But if you happen to get a bad thing, they'll replace it. So check out the well, menu this I, week. Like, like, like if I had a company like that, and I said I'm going to give you your money back if you don't like the meal, I would I would have you send the meal back. <laughs> and like if you don't, if you don't send the meal back, you don't get a refund. Uh, that I, that's why. That's why you're not in the meal business, and Tom Brady because is. If you, if you don't yeah. like it, well, you wouldn't say that. Thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you, so you, if you send it back with a bite taken out of it, then I'll send you another one. You know what I'm saying? Right. You can't <laughs> send it back with just crumbs. You yeah, you can't send it back if you eat the whole. You can't send it back if you eat the whole thing, because then, because then that, that that defeats the purpose. What if you eat the whole thing and you get food poisoning? You not like it. What if you get food poisoning? Then I need to see a note from your doctor, sir. A note from the doctor. All right. That's noted. All right. We'll we'll recommend that to Blue Apron. Thank you. All right. So check out this week's menu. Get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash boxing. You love how good it feels. It tastes. Incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So do not wait. Blueapron.com slash boxing. It's a better way to cook. And for you lazy bastards who are like sticking that fast food and becoming really fat and ugly and out of shape and sickly, you can actually eat it. Sorry, Pete. Well, you're doing better. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, it's, well, you should do Blue Apron. You could actually eat healthy and be full and eat good food, and you'll actually like the food. Because, you know, fat people like good food, too. They're just so lazy. They go to Taco Bell. It's always easier. Do we, do, we talk about, do we talk about Blue Apron for like 10 minutes because they're our only sponsor? No, we're just we're just very thorough. Oh, because if we had like other sponsors, would we take so long to talk about one sponsor? Probably not. Wow. <laughs> I, mean, well, I feel like we're really, really stretching it out. Because right? well, you kept interrupting I like, me. I feel like, damn, bro, we really, we got no sponsors. So we're, like, making, like, we're just going to talk about one sponsor for 10 minutes. Okay, ready? Triple A, Daniel Jacobs, go. All right, go. Triple go, G. Triple G. Triple A is, uh, triple a is the is yeah. G, yeah. pullover. Well, well, Daniel Jacobs had a flat. You guys didn't hear about that? Right. No, triple. Oh, Daniel Jacobs gave him a flat. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Danny, Danny, Danny was giving the flats on Saturday. That's right. Let, let, let me go on. I just want to make it clear. I just want to make it clear. Like everybody just assumes I had Danny winning just because he's my boy, and I was complaining about everything. I actually had the fight going even going into the last round, so I, I wasn't sure I was going to make a ten ten or give a ten nine to Golovkin. I did not have Danny winning, but I have several issues with the whole fight. Or I have several issues with the entire fight, you know. And I'm going to get into them. That's why we're here. Yeah, that's why. That's why we're here. All right. First and foremost, I thought Danny fought a great fight. First and foremost, right. he, he exceeded expectations of many people. I always knew Danny was talented. I've known him since he's 15 years old. I didn't. I, I even I couldn't 
really see him winning the fight. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I thought he had the talent to do a lot of great things, but I just like, I just thinking, man, this guy's so destructive, Golovkin, uh, aka Triple G. That I, I was just like, I, I don't know how you can anybody can go 12 rounds with him uh, unless they can hurt him. You know? So I expected a, a shootout type of a fight. I expected Dane to come out like firing bombs and trying to get him out because you know Danny can punch pretty good himself. Oh, that obviously didn't happen. What do you guys think? I was really impressed, man. I, I thought Danny won a close fight. What you guys uh what you guys think of the way it, he, his game plan, the way he played it out? I mean, that was the last thing I was expecting, you know? I thought I thought he would have taken because uh, a lot of people mentioned it. There was rumors about it that they were watching the Kelbrook fight, that he yeah. would have taken those uppercuts. Maybe started a little sooner with them. Uh-huh. Uh, I think that would have. Uh, or as one of my old friends used to call them upper cups. Upper right? cups, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that that actually would have busted Triple G up because upper cups are known to just bust you up. And um, I don't know, man. I, I thought Danny fought great, but. You know he didn't go that route, but uh, he he boxed well. Um, when Harold, I love Harold Letterman, but he's getting old, man. He's getting mm-hmm. old and senile. What do you have the score at? Well, listen, I'll put you this way: <clears throat> most people thought the first three rounds were Danny's. So you're going to tell me that you can't find two more rounds out of the next nine? I mean, three more rounds. Wait, Harold, because I saw the fight in England. I saw the fight on Box Nation. I was in England, so so wait, HBO had Danny losing. How many rounds? No, no, they had it uh, just like you had it. Going into the 12th, it was a draw. Okay. but uh, And then he gave the 12th to Golovkin. If, if you give Golovkin the 12th round, that means you have a one point for Golovkin. That means the knockdown costs cost the draw. Yes. Yeah. That's as close as you're going to get, but the way the rounds went, like there's so many rounds that I'm like, I, I've watched it six times already. Wow. Yeah. See, just, Box Nation had him winning the fight by, uh, I think, one or two points. But, but, but I couldn't agree with on the round Box Nation. There was a round where... It was around where Danny, I thought, did very well. I thought he won a 20 minutes of it. I was on my way to giving it to him. I think it was like 9 or 10. And then he got hit with a good uppercut and got rocked. And then uh, Golovkin chased him into the corner to the, uh, and then, you know, kind of landed a couple of other shots. And, I, you know, I had trouble giving Danny that round. You know, I, I didn't give it to him, you know. Yeah, it was but either Bob 9 or 10. gave it to him because they said he controlled, you know, the majority of the rounds. See, in Europe, I feel like they, they really like their skill boxes more than anything else, you know. Well, let's think about that for a second. And they have a clear picture of what the skill boxer is when it's not one of their own fighters, you know. And in this case, you know, it was they were it was a neutral it was a neutral right. uh, uh, network showing the fight, you know. Well, think about. Let's talk about that for a second. It's three minutes yeah. to a round. So if you feel like he won two and a half minutes out of it, if the shot wasn't that big of a deal, I mean, I thought it was a big deal though. I thought it clearly rocked him. Right. You know what I'm saying. That's the thing. I mean, if it wasn't that big of a deal, absolutely, I agree with you. Right. But I, I but you think everyone reacted to it by backing off. He didn't wobble, but right. he backed off completely, and uh, you know, Golovkin started assaulting him those last thirty seconds. So yeah, actually, his, I his it was corner a big shot to swing around. Yeah, his corner, um, his corner was saying that because he's like, you know, we got that one. He said, listen, you made it close. Yep. You know, stop getting hit with stuff like that. Easier mm-hmm. said than done, obviously. But uh, mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, Triple G doesn't like it to the body. I don't know anybody that does, but. It's yeah. it's like pretty obvious. Yeah, nobody likes it to the body, but his uh, his reactions. I, I noticed. I started to pick up on the fact that the only time he backed off was when he would get hit to the body. Like you get him to the head, he wouldn't really lose his positioning. You know what I'm saying? He'd stay, he'd keep positioning, and he'd stay in the pocket, and he'd be able to, he'd even be able to stay aggressive. But when he got hit, when he took the shots to the body, the combinations to the body, he literally he would leave the pocket and he, and he would he would back off completely. So so I felt like. Uh, I felt like that was a, a a real telling sign, and I felt like that was a possible positive for even Canelo Alvarez because they're making a Canelo Alvarez and Golovkin fight is what they want to do next. But you know, 
the only thing that they're losing sight of is the fact that Danny coasted his way into punching range to get to the body without getting hit. You know, you got to somehow negotiate your punching range. You know, you got to go from point A to point B without getting your, your, your teeth knocked out. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you got to get from A to B and then get to that body. If you're going to hit the body, you got to be close range already. How are you going to get into that close range without, without get, taking Golovkin's dynamite? You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And why not take Golovkin's dynamite? You got to have a disguise, basically. You know, and Danny's got the athleticism to, you know, throw a lot of illusions out there and get in close range. I don't know that. Alvarez, although he's a good fighter, he's got a lot of variations in his offense. His feet are too damn slow, bro. He's, I mean, his feet are, are like quicksand, dude. It, it's, it, it's the most frustrating thing when you watch Alvarez. I, I can't picture him going more than seven rounds. Yeah, I mean, because that's the thing. Golovkin is has the kind of dynamite, and he even showed it against Danny on Saturday. When he does hit you, you're going down, bro. Even Danny went down. You know, he right. got up and then fought a good, rem- good remainder of the fight. But this guy, this guy cannot touch anything without, without the guy going down. And that's 180-pound Danny. It's it's so frustrating if if, if you're the guy if you're the guy fighting them you know what I'm saying like so I you know mentally a very mentally strong performance by Danny and I think you know everybody's praising Danny we also got to praise Golovkin because this is the first time he's he's gone twelve rounds this is the first time that you know the first time he's gone twelve this is the first time that you know in a long time that he's had to go to distance in general it's the first time that he's had to think his way through this long of a period of, of time so and he stayed with a game plan and he and, you know he he made some adjustments himself you know, this is a good fight. This is a good fight between two skilled fighters. Obviously, Danny's going to get a lot of credit because he was the other dog, and you know he, he did better than he was supposed to. But Golovkin also ha- was made to think a lot more. These were two skilled guys, and I, that's, what, that's what I liked about the fight, man. You know, it was that's why I want to see. I prefer to see this fight again over the, over the Canelo Alvarez. Absolutely, fight, absolutely. Money dictates the fights you make, and Alvarez is such a money fighter that you know they they're going to try to make that fight. You know. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You guys want to know my issue with the whole fight, though? Go ahead. My biggest issue? You guys want to know? The ref. Because I'm about, shit's about to get real right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm about to really go into my complaint mode. You know, like, I I was going in with it. I was praising, not praising, but my complaint mode is this, Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, like what, what's the do? Like, remember, like the post when the aliens used to have the, the the dude of the week and the dweeb of the week. You know what I'm saying? Remember that? No. But go ahead. Huh? No, but go ahead. Seth, you remember this? I know what he's talking about. You're talking about, yeah, like the, the, the idiot of the week and the hero of the week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh. whatever. You know, the, the the shit list of the week is the New York State Athletic Commission. All right, I'm gonna tell you why. All right. Now, I'm not saying this is right, but this is the way boxing happens. Anywhere else in the world, not just any other state in the U.S., anywhere else in the world, I'm, I'm talking about on planet fucking Earth, on planet Earth, okay? If you have a fight this close in any other place in this world, on this planet, if you have a fight this close, the home fighter gets a decision. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that's the way it is, all right? I'm not saying it's supposed to happen. I'm just saying that's the way it is. And every fighter enjoys that home field advantage, so to speak, okay? Whether it's right or not, that's just the way it is. Every fighter gets it when they're home, okay? Now, Saturday night, Danny Jacobs was in New York. Danny Jacobs is a New York fighter. He lost a close decision, okay? And any other commission in the world, if Danny is, say, from California, and the fight's in California, if Danny was, say, from England, and the fight's in England, Danny gets that decision. If Danny's from Texas, without a doubt, he gets that decision. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't get that decision. Now you're going to say, oh, well, you know, it's a once in a while. No, 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 no. It's not a once in a while thing. Because this brings me back to memories of my own career. When I fought Adrian Broner, 
It's the same shit. As a matter of fact, I'll give you one up more because I was a defending world champion in the eighth number on the fight. I lost my fucking world title in the fights. All right? Am I, am I too much, giving too many F-bombs here in the short time I'm going to get pissed off? No, no go good. for it. All right, good. We'll go because I'm making a point here. Absolutely. Now, at, least, at least Danny was the challenger of the fight Saturday night. But my problem is this. Again, the home fighter even back then, and that was me, lost a close decision in a, in a debatably close fight where the home guy gets it every time. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm saying is the New York Commission, and obviously I can say this now, I'm not fighting anymore. The New York Commission <laughs> is literally the biggest sellout of a commission that there is in this world. Not in this country, in this world. The New York State Athletic Commission is the, are the biggest sellouts that exist, bro. I mean, for money, they will sell out their own fighters. Fighters that they've watched come up since they're teenagers, they literally will sell them out. Literally. The only commission in this freaking world that does that. You can't find me in another state that does that. You can't find me in another country that does that. I've yet to see it outside of New York. And now I've seen it twice in the last few years. Can't say you're wrong. That's my rent. boy. All right, yeah. good for you. Can't say. And well, you guys uh, had a lot to say about that too. You know, you guys are really, you guys, you guys really have spoken based on what I just said. No, it's true. It's it's a fact. It's a, you're not. You're I, not I feel telling like I just dropped the mic. You guys aren't saying anything. Yeah, yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa! Take it easy. Why are you so hostile today? I'm not, I'm not hostile. I, I got a little agitated. You know, taking me back to, to times that I don't want to. Oh, you know what? You know what I thought was funny too. I, I, obviously, I'm not saying it's right, guys. I'm, I don't want. I don't want to reiterate because you know we're gonna get listed on Twitter now. They're gonna bash me. Oh, was the home the home guy got to get it? I'm not saying anything. Has to happen. We don't have to do anything at all. I thought you were done. Everybody else gets that home field advantage. (laughs) Why in New York we don't get home field advantage? I thought you were done with the rant. Are you going back again? Yeah. Go ahead. I got a question for you guys. All of a sudden you got something to say. All right, guys. Yeah, well, we wait a few to be done. I mean. (laughs) I was was done before. I love love the, um, you know, Triple G's the star. He's the name. Right. He's the money. Where? I don't know. You know how many pay-per-views he did? It's a couple. Tops. It's not even a thing against Triple G. Like you're making it about Triple G. No, 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 no. no. Listen, the guy's a great fighter. He is. The guy's a great fighter. You can't. I'm tired of. I'm tired of of people creating a facade and hype that he's bigger than he is because it's not true. How does he do the uh, selling and marketing point? Yeah. How number? He's a phenomenal fighter. He's a freaking beast, but. They try to make like he's the automatic A side. He sells 150,000 pay per views. How does he do worldwide? How does he do worldwide? The A side is a champion. I mean, Golovkin had all the belts. Right, right. But But this is going to be a big issue going into negotiations with Canelo again. Canelo's the draw in this country. Exactly. Even if Canelo is a bigger draw in in this country. Golovkin is still the champion. Of course. So the A side is the A side. Now, granted, you're going to negotiate accordingly, but the A side is the A side, right? I mean. Yeah, of course, but the fight won't happen, <laughs> and that's their excuse, and that's their out. What is for Canelo? He's 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 the that's his excuse to to take the majority of the money. Yeah, well, of course. I I think they're they're being a bit unfair on Canelo's sure, side. You know? Sure, sure. Uh, trying to trying to hog all the money. You know, I feel like I feel like they almost want that all that money to be hogged by their side because. They're almost cashing out if they fight Golovkin. You they know, know they, they're going to lose, like, of course. I feel like they're pl- they're showing their hand by 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 playing it the way they're playing it. You know, by by wanting to hog so much of the money, they feel like okay, if we can get him to agree, or we take all the money and he gets like nothing. You know, he gets a small percentage of it, whatever. You know, like then then you know at least we're cashing out, and so it's worth it because we're cashing out. Like like to treat the fight as a cash out fight shows me that. 
you know, you have no confidence in winning the fight. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I don't know. You're I mean, only I, allowed. I, you're only allowed to smash my fighter's head if you make no money and we get everything. You know, here's the thing, bro. I said this before this fight, and I said now, now I look like a genius. But before everybody was calling me a moron. Okay, Danny Jacobs gives Golovkin a better fight than Canelo. Okay. I don't, yeah, know, yeah. I don't know who Literally, said you were a moron. All you morons, all you retards out there that gave me shit about when I said that. Now you saw what Danny Jacobs did against Gennady Golovkin, okay? The only way Canelo does better than what Danny Jacobs did is if he actually beats Golovkin. Or knocks him out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, so, so I, I, when, I'm always right when it comes to this shit. I mean, I, don't even, I, don't, I hate to be right, but I mean, I, no, I actually don't hate to be right. I'm lying by saying that. I actually love to be right. But the fact is, it's a great I don't want to throw it in your face. But we'll throw it in your face anyway. Hey, like I, I'm, go ahead. I'm, I'm waiting to be wrong at a certain point. Well, when it comes to predictions, sometimes don't get me wrong. We can all be wrong. You know what I'm saying? We can all be wrong. But, you know, at day's end, I'm breaking it down to you in a, in a tactical fashion. And from a tactical standpoint, I always felt Jacobs matched up better against Golovkin. But who, who would argue that? People who are Canelo lovers. Yeah. Who, who, who doesn't argue it? I mean, right. that's the sad part is they don't know what they're watching. Well, that's why they're I fans. Put out, they're, they're fans of fighters. They're not like real, like you know, they're not fans of the sport. They're fans of fighters. No, no yeah, yeah. No, that's right. But they're all fans of the sport. I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, they're fans of fighters, but these are literally fans of sports too. I mean, the problem is a lot of fans of the sport are fans are, are too, get, get too attached to fighters. I, and I always bring it to me and Peter when we were growing up. We loved Arturo Gotti, right? That was our favorite fighter, right, Pete? Absolutely. And when they, I remember, you know, and we've said the story before where everybody was talking about Mayweather and Gotti, everybody was like going with their heart and saying, oh, Arturo's going to beat Mayweather. Because like, all he no. has to do is crack him once, cuz. Yeah, remember that? <laughs> yeah. But what happens if Arturo lands the hook, cuz? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I said, and I'll we book like, your action. <laughs> yeah, we were like, what is going to stop him, actually? Yeah. What's going to happen? It was 4 to 1 at the time. I said, I'll take the action. And it pained us. Yeah, of to course. Say it, and it pained us to watch it, but. Boxing's boxing. Was it, a, was it even a shock? No, I not mean, to us. <laughs> I was I was actually at the fight, and it right. was paying me to watch the fight. But did it? Was it a shock? Absolutely not. No. I mean, not not even in the slightest, actually. All right. I got a question for you, boxing experts. Uh, huh? I got a question for you, boxing experts. Our, our former guest on our podcast, Jamal Charlo, is now ranked number two middleweight uh, in uh, one of the rankings, one of the IB, yeah, IB, in the WBC. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, I know. I know. You said you weren't sure how he would do at this weight class. I. I, I don't know. I, I feel like he's like. He seemed like a big uh, junior middleweight to me, and I feel like. No, he... Charles is a great fighter. Charles yeah. is a great fighter, and I think he can give. He can fight in. He can give fits to Golovkin. Here's the thing that Danny Jacobs showed him on Saturday night, and, and I was gonna get lost in the translation. Okay, it's a little bit deep here. Okay, so I hope everybody understands where I'm coming from. What Danny Jacobs did is special, not because of the tactical stuff that he did. Also. To stay mentally strong mm -hmm. for three minutes every single round, mm -hmm. the 12 rounds, you're under mental stress. You're under, under mental anguish because Golovkin is tactically putting you in bad positions. You have, to constantly re, you have to constantly fight that off and constantly be in a better position than he is. When tactically, Golovkin is great, so you've got to be greater. Also, you know how hard he punches. So tactically, he's putting you in positions... Well, you gotta constantly be stressed about and constantly be focused at your maximum every second of every round. It's like walking a tightrope. Put you to sleep, okay? Now, any shot can put you to sleep, and you know this. And as he gets closer, you know this, and you have to fight him off in ways that's 
not over 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 um overstaying your welcome in the pocket, but at the same time, not understaying your welcome in the pocket to the point where he doesn't respect you and he keeps walking you down. You know what I'm saying? Like there are so many little decisions going on in the battle that is causing mental stress, mental anguish, and that's why Danny. It's Danny's performance is special on Saturday night because Golovkin is that good. He's that good. Now, you're going to give me Charlo with all the skills and all the talent, amazing skills, amazing talent. Does he have that mental stability to do that? That's the question. That's the question. But he's also an average junior middleweight. You know, not that Golovkin's the biggest middleweight, but but Charlo's an average junior middleweight coming up. You know what I'm saying? Skill wise, Charlo can match up with anybody in the world, and 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 he, he might be even better than them. But from a mental standpoint, it's a different kind of fight. It's so stressing, literally stressing. Like I said, it's like walking a tightrope for 12 rounds. Yeah, it's... walking a tightrope for 12 rounds, and they're shaking at that time. Right. And you've got to hold your balance. You know right. what I'm saying? It's mentally, it's mental anguish. You know, I, 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 I the best thing I can compare it to in my career is when I fought Miguel Cotto. Mm-hmm. The guy hits so hard, constantly in my face for 12 rounds. You know what I'm saying? It's... So you're, you're physically trying to stay in there, but you have to mentally fight off all the negativity because this guy hits so hard. And suddenly he gets in your range, and instead of thinking of what you're going to do to him, you start thinking, oh, shit, okay, i got to get in a, in a protective position where I'm not running, where i, I got to keep him guessing, but at the same time, you know, I've got to make sure I'm protected. You know what I'm saying? I'm protecting myself, you know? And then you got to give a lot of illusions. That, oh, a lot of the illusions Danny gave was the southpaw stance, you know? Kept switching stances. He didn't take too many big jumps to the left or to the right. Maybe two, three steps. Two, three steps, and he would stop, and he would fire, and he was fainting. And he just balanced it out so well. But trust me, mentally, it's stressing. That's why Danny collapsed in the 12th round after the fight was over. You Absolutely. See, like, people were like, oh, look at the way he finished. He was exhausted. He's exhausted. Not because he's physically so- exhausted, because he's mentally exhausted. He had to stay focused for such a long period of time, constantly. You lose a second... You get a second distraction, and you're gone with a guy like Golovkin. You're gone. Anyone who says that about about him collapsing has no idea about the sport or anything. That's yeah, r- because, it's ridiculous. Because because it's it's you're burning twice the energy than you normally are because the the mental stress that this guy's putting you through it can consume you. It'll burn you up. You know what I'm saying? And because physically he's a destroyer, but mentally that causes you anguish to know that and to constantly feel that pressure from him. These guys were, these both of these guys were in phenomenal shape. To do, yeah. to, to take it's that amazing. pressure from each other uh, and go 12 rounds? Golovkin, Golovkin makes adjustments, he throws and, hard. And let's, and, let's, and let's give Golovkin credit for his chin too. I mean, he took oh my shots God. too. I mean, he took some shots big in the, shots. In there that Danny landed were, were unbelievable, you know? Like I and said, from a 180 pound guy. Yeah, and Golovkin took them Stayed in position, kept attacking. You know, what about the knockdown? Double right hand, Jimmy. Yep. Was that not creative? I mean, you got a guy on the ropes to go double right hand. I thought that was I thought that was phenomenal on Golovkin's part too. You know, Absolutely. it definitely threw Danny off. Absolutely, Danny tried to throw in between. He didn't know the second one was coming. Yep. Yep. Where does yeah, Danny's trying to catch a shoe right there? He realized that the, the, the guy's actually going to double with the right hand. Very yeah. creative on Golovkin's part. You know. Absolutely. Where does Danny go from here? Uh, where does he go? Well, um. Listen, it, it's not so easy to make certain fights, but wouldn't you want to see him versus, say, a Canelo or, say, um, David Lemieux or... What about Billy Joe? Can he get that fight? I think that's Triple G problem. might take Billy that. Joe's going to fight uh, uh, Golovkin. Oh, that's so a, it'll be his fight saying, before Canelo? Yeah. They're saying they go in Kazakhstan. Right. Oh, yeah, wow. he wants to fight home, so... Yeah. Borat can be the referee. Right. Yeah. June 10th. June 10th. The 11-year anniversary of my fight with Cotto to the day. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's funny because every 11 years the, the calendar is exactly the same with the days of the week though. So June 10th this year falls on a Saturday again. First time since uh, 2006 when I fall call. That's wild. Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot. There's a, there's a, a the only thing I feel for Danny is that now nobody wants to fight him. <laughs> it's yeah. tough. You know, I he mean, has you know, to. You know, he may represent some money. Yeah, nobody wants to fight Charlo either, so maybe they'll fight each other. I think Charlo's probably got a. I think Charlo's probably got to get his feet wet in the middleweight division. Absolutely. I don't, I don't believe in this. You move up the weight and you just fight the killers. You know, I think people are expecting more and more of people with. Yeah, you got to test out the waters first, you know. Yeah, he's got to he's got to uh, get comfortable. His body's got to get used to the weight. He looked yep. to me in that last fight. He looked like a middleweight. He looked like a big yeah, guy. Yeah, of course, he looked, he looked like he wasn't a junior middleweight. I don't know if he looked like a middleweight yet. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, well, if you're not a junior middleweight, you're not a middleweight. What are you, Paulie? I know, but you know, <laughs> I he, hear you. He's got to make that step. The more training yeah, camps guys, guys he has, guys are laying on you, guys are hitting you. You know, it's a different thing. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that's another thing. <laughs> Stronger guys. Danny was was putting himself on on Triple G back in Triple G up. Triple G sitting in there with a, you know, he was one seventy. He's in there with a with a young kid, thirty years old, who's uh, who's about one hundred and eighty pounds. That's not easy. And Triple G's not he's not young for boxing. He's no. thirty four. I mean, yeah, so yeah. I mean, I know he hasn't taken a lot of punishment. That fight, he took some punishment. So. Oh my god! Yeah, he's and got he's a fu- yeah, he's fu- I'm gonna do a Triple G in your favors, but I think I think in the next couple of years. I think in the next couple of years, Golovkin starts to look more susceptible. Obviously, he's only part of the aging process, you know. Well, he should probably get out after a few more, a few big fights, you know. Okay, well, I think that's what the Canelo's waiting for. The Canelo Alvarez team is probably waiting for him to slow down a little bit, you know. Yeah, of course. We got a uh, Showtime fight this weekend coming up. Yeah, um, Paulie's going to be doing it Rematch. in the studio. Yeah, um, Jorge Linares and Anthony. Uh, and Anthony Crow. Crow. Yeah, I thought that was a great first fight. Absolutely. Uh, Linares got the win. Um. I thought it was a great first fight, and, uh, you know, I look forward to seeing it again. One of those fights that I don't mind seeing again, you know? Absolutely. Two good guys, two good fighters. I jumped ahead, though. You know, I I thought about you guys after the Saturday night card because you guys were a little bit vindicated on your pound-for-pound list because everyone's number one took a a big L. He fought a good fight, but... uh, First of all, I want to say, you know, Cordero Altido remains one of the most fun guys to watch. Right. You know? Entertainment, sure. Absolutely. You I might say he's number one in entertainment. Fun. I thought he was fun to watch the other night. And the fight could have went his way, too. I mean, it, it was close, you know? But that's what I've been saying. A guy can't be that defensively flawed and be running number one pound for pound, you know? And, and people continuously, generation after generation, idiot, idiotness. Is that the word I'm looking for? Idiotness. It's passed down generation to generation of boxing fans. One boxing fan to the next. From one generation to the next, they passed the idiot gene down the line. And I keep saying it over and over again. Effectiveness and, and excitement value do not go hand in hand. So you got this guy, Rodrigo Gonzalez, who is exciting to watch. Why is he exciting to watch? Because he gets hit, guys. Because he gets hit. I, I like watching him, too. He's a fun guy to watch. He's actually got a lot of offensive skills. But when you get hit like that, you're not going to wind up top pound for pound. You know, it's just not going to happen. So, yeah, so that was the thing on Saturday night. And the fight that could have went his way was close. Early knockdown. Uh, I think uh, Runsai or however you say his name, the Thai guy. I mean, clearly uh, had some heavy hands. I mean, you could you could see, you know, just the way he was punching. It was where his shots were aimed. He was some heavy hands. So I give credit to Chuck you know, for fighting the way he did against the guy. Yeah, with and this hands, is you know? this is like his third weight class, right? Yeah. So I mean, yeah, yeah, no, there's no there's no knocking the guy. But to me, pound for pound always meant. I mean, when you you think of pound for pound, yeah. it, I always remember. Pernell Whitaker. It's his third. It's his third weight class. He started with Pacquiao starters. 106. 
Oh, so he'll be yeah. fighting for he'll be fighting Charlo in two years. Oh, nice. He'll be fighting. He'll be fighting Canelo Charlo in a few years. Yeah. You know? <laughs> if everybody thinks Pacquiao did a queen, right? Tito, we shouldn't be surprised if Tito winds up at the middleweight. Absolutely. Why not? You might just. Let that sink in How stupid people are Let that sink in The fact that you're going to tell me He was malnourished uh, yeah. What world champion is malnourished You watch What world champion is malnourished Even if you live in a poor country What world champion is malnourished You, you can't be malnourished And be a, perfect, a boxing champion Go 12 rounds constant yeah. yeah Anyway whatever But uh, yeah So what do you do I'm still a fan I'm still a fan I, don't, I never rated him number one pound for pound But it didn't mean I didn't like him I'm still a fan And I hope this game again Maybe even an early match yeah, We'll see Absolutely. And his third weight class, and his third weight class, trust me, the, the power's not going to carry up. So, you know, he I give him credit for taking the shots from a guy with that heavy hand. He's and, another uh, one that's got to send the ball for a head. He in there the way he did. Because that, that, that guy's been hit harder than Chocolatito hit. Yet, uh, you know, Chocolatito stayed in there. It was some nice combinations himself. Fight. And he was cut up, too. He's got yeah. he's got a ton of balls. I mean, there's, there's no yep. no denying Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, I, I'm actually more of a fan of his now. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. Uh, it doesn't matter to me that he got beat Saturday night. Right. He, show, he showed me, you something. I appreciate what he did. Right. Me that he's entertainment value. He's TV value. You know. Absolutely. But like I said, when I thought of, you know, when I was growing up, pound for pound was always, you know, Penel Whitaker, Roy Jones, you know, people like that, and then Floyd. Mm-hmm. Just, Roy Jones had it for how many years, right, man? Because Jeez. he didn't get touched. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was just a whole, you put it all in a, in a pot, all your condiments, you make a great sauce. Roy Jones had that. Chocolatito's missing one of the most important things is, is being able to hit and not get hit. But uh, definitely exciting. And uh, for the same reason that I, I criticize sometimes Triple G as far as being pound for pound number one. I mean, he beat uh, he beat a really good middleweight this weekend. But prior to that, I couldn't put him number one for beating Kel Brook and, and you know, all these guys that, that he's had on his resume. When you got guys out there like... Uh, I mean, Mikey Garcia is getting back in the mix, but you got guys like Crawford. You know, you, you got guys like Andre Ward. I, to me, it's just there's no comparison. Mm-hmm. They're more well-rounded fighters, right? You know what I want to get into? Too? I want to get into because you know I, I feel like we got to get into this too, guys. Yep. The IBF second day weigh-in it was skipped by David Lemieux last week, and it was skipped by uh, uh, Danny Jacobs this past week. You know, and here's the thing. I mean, Curtis Stevens took a bad knockout at, at the hands of David Lemieux. You know, David Lemieux and his team made like they didn't know there was a second day Wayne. Mm-hmm. The guy used to be the IBF champion. Right. If you were the IBF champion, you know there's a second day Wayne because you've done it plenty of times before. So that was that was BS. But what I'm saying is, if you're gonna if you're gonna put these rules into place, they only work if you enforce them. So <laughs> if you don't want to enforce them, which obviously nobody does, then you're just trying to wash your hands of the situation and you're trying to play the part. Like you want to clean up the sport, but you really could care less, right? Because if you could, if you really cared, you'd actually put rules into place where you they need to be enforced, punishments, you know, things of that nature. You know what I'm money. saying? Money, yeah, money always hurts. Fine, yeah, yeah. You know, so I mean, I, I was a little bit disappointed. Both, you know, and like I said, I mean, Danny's even my boy, but I was a little disappointed in that, and I was a little disappointed. Obviously, Curtis Stevens took a bad KO against uh, uh, David Lemieux. I don't really know what he was being outweighed by, you know, and that's a shame because I thought that was a a really fun fight. It was it was a fun fight while while that one lasted as well. You know, absolutely. Uh, David Lemieux took some big shots. It's a shame so. because there's no coming back from that KO. That was a bad bad knockout, bro. Yeah, that was a bad knockout. Like, and at 34 years old, it's hard to come back from that. You know, yeah, take absolutely. a knockout like that. Yeah, he tried to do the the catch and shoot, but he wanted to add the right hand to it, and, he, and yeah, yeah, the hook got I mean, there. What he did was he caught the uh, Roy Jones said he was trying to hook with him. He wasn't actually trying to hook with him. 
he caught he caught the right hand from Lemieux with the left hook, with his left hand. He was coming back with his own left hook, but he wasn't coming back to power his left hook. He was coming back to cock his hips with the hook so he could throw a bigger right hand. Mm-hmm. You know, he was cocking the hip on the other side. So if you watch, his right hand goes away from his chin when he's, when he's about to throw it, and that's right the precise moment when, when Lemieux's hook comes in and stops him, you know? Because uh, Curtis was actually trying to come back with a bigger right hand than the hook. The hook mm-hmm. was just to set the right hand in place, you know? And I think I admire I admire it because he's trying to do something different, but at the same time it ended up getting him caught. I mean that was pretty. Yeah, scary. yeah. I mean, he's he, Curtis was always that was always his bread and butter. He's catching shoots most of the time with the hook, mm-hmm. but he does it like that too. You know what I mean? That's always been Curtis's bread and butter. You know he was, but I I, I thought with John David Jackson he's shown a lot of improvements. I I still stand by that. I think that John David Jackson is a great trainer. Absolutely. Um, it's disappointing you know to see that ending. Uh, you know David Lemieux remains a fun fighter. You know and. Uh, and if you're not going to enforce the second day weigh-in, if, if there's no rule in place for it, then okay, hey, you know what? All fair, all fair in the end. But because there's that rule, then you're going to pretend you, you're putting it in place when you're not. That's the annoying thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. They didn't even no they didn't even talk I about it with Lemieux. Yeah, I like the game weight, too, at the weigh-ins. But everybody does. You know what I mean? But but if, if, if the rule is not in place, then there's no, there's no complaints. You know? But if you're going to put the rule in place, if you're going to put the rule in place, you, you kind of have to figure out ways to enforce it. Otherwise, otherwise, don't put the rule in place because you look hypocritical. You know but I mean? also, they didn't even talk about it with Lemieux. You know, with, no. with, with Jacobs no. and, and Triple G, you heard it ten times throughout the, yeah. the broadcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't see the broadcast on HBO, but... I don't, I don't know. Oh, yeah, he chose. Exactly yeah, and they asked Triple G, you know, you chose to step on the scale, but he didn't. Does that concern you? Like, all right, guys, really. Are you giving him excuses on a platter? Not and, only that. Not only that, a week after you pretend that it didn't happen. Right. Because why? Because Curtis Stevens isn't that important to you? Right. Because Golovkin is that important to you? Right. I mean, the con all this shit is annoying, bro. The con all this shit is actually annoying. You know what I mean? The agenda is annoying, bro. You know what I mean? This, this is blood sport. This ain't, this ain't ping pong in there. You know what I mean? You know uh, what? That shit is annoying. I, I watched, uh, you know, I was in West Virginia when the fight happened because uh, Junior, my young guy, Junior Yunnan, had a six-round decision, unanimous decision. So we were down there. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, we, uh, he, he did well. He fought well. And we uh, found this this uh, dingy strip joint that was playing the fight. <laughs> and, I you know, we watched it with some toothless strippers, and it was fun. <laughs> but the best part about it was I didn't have to hear the commentary. Oh, you know? there you go. And then going home, and I'm watching it again, and I'm like, oh my God, Jim Lampley, just right from the get-go. He's rare. Oh, and a right hand by Golovkin. Roy's like, uh, caught by Danny. <laughs> like, <laughs> so come on, man. Just watch, Just tell what you're watching. Well, Jim's doing it like 40 years. Maybe but That's why you know, he's so horrible at it, yeah. because he has these agendas. He doesn't yeah. care what's actually happening in front of him. Maybe he can't see so good anymore. Yeah. Uh, um, hey, before we wrap up, guys, I was just looking at the upcoming schedule. We we definitely have some some killer fights coming up. Um, Lomachenko's fighting again very soon. Yes, April. And Lomachenko's 8th. fighting David uh, Jason Solsay, but wait, that same day, also this fight in England. I think Terry Flanagan defends his lightweight world title in England as well. That's that's on Box Nation. Yep. Yeah, so that's a so you might see a boxing that day. That's pretty cool. Porto, um, Bur- Porter, Berto. Do you guys think Berto has a shot in that fight? No. Um, you know, I, I think it's explosive, however long it lasts. But I obviously I favor Porter. You know, he's young, he's fresher. Yeah, he's um, too physically strong. Who's fighting the fifteenth? The fifteenth is actually Ricky Burns, right? Against Ndongo. That that uh, was uh, potentially going to be you, right? Yeah, the Junior Walterweight unification fight. Uh, yes, it's the fifteenth. Ricky Burns against Julius Ndongo. That's Scotland. Scotland the fifteenth. Is there anything in the U.S. that day? No. 
I don't think HBO, so. HBO Latino. Latino? Yeah. What do they got? Sullivan Barrera. Oh, Sullivan Barrera is back. All right, cool. Wait, he was supposed to fight Bidabiev, but I think that got... He's fighting Valera. Oh, okay. Who was he fighting? Valera? Felix Valera. I have no idea who that is, but all right, okay, cool. Well, at least Pick he's that. keeping busy. I like Sullivan Barrera. Um, actually, Me- Megomedov? Is that how you say his name? I don't know. Arif Megomedov is also fighting on the same card. I don't know. No, the go- April 8th is Gosdick against uh, Usyk, right? Yeah, Usyk, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good fight. Because even the other guy he's fighting is good. But the other guy's a lot heavyweight coming overweight, right? Yeah. Uh, Usyk, Usyk is the cruiserweight. He's fighting Michael yeah, Hunter. Yeah, 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 bro. That's a good fight. Except that's that really one, one guy's naturally small is the problem. Right. And he's, uh, what is it? A goose? Go- go- what's Gosdick his name? or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. He's only like 12 and 0, right? Gazadik versus Gonzalez. He's only like 12 and 0 or something like that, right? Yeah, he stopped the. He stopped uh, the, the the guy that wanted to do Kovalev. He stopped. He was on the Kovalev. Uh, yeah, he stopped Chalemba, right? Chalemba, yeah, he stopped Chalemba. Gonna, that was Ward Kovalev one. Are they gonna yeah, air those now fights? He's going up the cruiserweight. My problem is he's going up the cruiserweight to fight a very good cruiserweight. Dude. We'll right. See, so. I mean, you're, you're dealing with the, the skill level. Hey, we're getting, getting you know we're the, getting a little ahead of ourselves, man. What? Tonight there's fights. Huh? Tonight there's fights. Oh yeah, yeah, ESPN yeah. Glenn too. Tapia and Jason Quigley. Our boy, yeah. J- the Jersey boy, Glenn Tapia is fighting tonight. Yeah, yeah. And Jason Quigley, the prospect from Golden Boy, that's a, it's a chance for Tapia to get himself in the mix in one night. And Quigley, obviously, we got a chance to see him in a step-up fight. So, yeah, that's actually exciting. That's an ESPN fight. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I got a question for you guys. Does, does uh, Chavez Jr. have any shot against Canelo? I think he does. He's a big guy. I mean, it may be a bad matchup potentially if he comes. I, I, I don't. I don't think Chavez. I think Chavez is a world-class chin, world-class toughness, but I don't. I don't think he's. He's he's of this level. I just don't think he's that good, you know. Um, what way are they fighting at? Sixty-five. Huh? I, I think if his name wasn't who he was, Chavez Junior. Like exactly his exact name or his father. I don't think anybody would even know who he is. You know, he gets a lot of press based off of that. And you know, God but bless. I'm not gonna hate. What about the size difference? Good, but he does have a natural size advantage over Canelo. It's big, and he's and he can punch a little bit too. No. Uh, yeah, I guess. I, don't know, yeah. I just think you got to be able to fight to be at that level. I, I don't think he, the guy can't fight. You know. Right, f- fair enough. He could, he could shock the world, though. Yeah. If, yeah. Listen, anything could happen. I, I watched David Hay snap his um, his uh, Achilles tendon. Yeah, well, they said he had that injury before the fight. I know, but I'm just saying, anything could happen. Who knows? Uh, didn't, 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 did you do a locksmith in that night? Yeah, why don't you uh, <laughs> take a long walk over short pier? You heard that he was injured. No, I didn't, genius. You, no, I didn't. didn't. No, absolutely not. I found it. out in the venue, actually. Everybody else heard about it. Well, why didn't you tell me then? Because you know what I would be thinking. Well, I thinking. was getting ready for my own fight, genius. Oh, why? so you can't have conversations anymore. You could. <laughs> I don't know that you're throwing something in. If you tell me you're throwing something in, maybe I'll know. You didn't you like think. Throw, you like to throw in your sneak attack. You like to throw in your sneak attack locksmith bets because you're scared like I'm going to jinx you by telling you the bets. You off. didn't hear me say David Hay and the under at all in the week. Yeah. Uh, well, when? when after Wayne? No. When? The whole week. I, I didn't say it ten times maybe. I'm making weight, bro. Oh, you think I'm right. thinking worried about your best? Right. <laughs> right. I mean, if I'm fighting, you think I'm worried about your your you, you talking about? David I mean, that's, but that's pretty big news <laughs> if the main event tore his Achilles before the fight. I mean, I, I would like I would like to know <laughs> that news. All over Sky Sports News in England, he's going to Germany on Monday. I know. I didn't hear about it. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> you hear about it. Especially, especially that that's when I was traveling was like Tuesday night. No, but they talk about it all week. When <laughs> that was like that was like the big the big rumor. I found out from a guy in a suit while I was watching uh, Selby. Uh, 
That's what I found out. <laughs> the undercard. Yeah. They're the undercard. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm so happy this guy Selby's fighting, man, after what happened to him in Vegas. The guy's like, yeah, I'm so happy this main event's going on. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, these people would have started a riot. I said, what happened to the main event? Oh, well, apparently David Hay uh, tore his shoulder, and he has a torn Achilles. I'm like, hmm. And you know, like, when you swallow and you, like, go. <laughs> and you kind of throw up? Yeah. I, just, you knew I you had money threw up in my mouth, and I shit in my underwear all at the same time. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, David. Uh, so you're, you're calling the fight Saturday, Paulie, right? And that's at 6 o'clock, I believe. Yeah, I don't know what time it is. I, Probably I don't know. I 5 or 6, yeah. Studio in the afternoon sometime. Yeah, I believe it's 6 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, yeah. Live. Is that the only fight they're showing? Uh, I believe so, yeah. I believe so. Because I'm sure they could fit Katie Taylor in if she's on the bill, no? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, off topic completely, but this has been going on, uh, like, uh, uh, on the internet. Did you see the transgender, the the boy that turned into a girl, won the weightlifting women's uh, competition in school? Atta boy. I mean, wait, atta girl. <laughs> you better stop Oops. that. That was an accident. But wait, I just want to know how long until girls start complaining that it's not fair? You know, what I mean? uh, what, you think like, it's gonna it's gonna uh, make a lot of guys all of a sudden say, "Hey, I'm gonna get a sex change." No, so but what I'm saying is, you know, girls a lot of times, oh, you shouldn't be able to tell anyone what they should do. They should right. use whatever restroom they want. Right. Okay, let's. I want to see when your daughter's been training for six weeks for an event and comes up in second place when you know Bro, she should be first. Forget place. the weightlifting. What about the wrestling competition? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. same thing. What about when your daughter's getting the shit beat out right. by, a, by a guy, a guy that used, a girl that used to be a guy? That's <laughs> <laughs> the weightlifting. If you beat the shit out of my daughter, I got a problem with you, bro. Absolutely. He's not a bro unless he's still <laughs> yeah, he's, not, he's not a bro, asshole. Well, unless he has a junk. Yeah. No. Well, listen. I'm not going to get into that. Uh, if you have the junk, you should not be able to compete they gotta, with they the gotta, females. They're going to name a woman of the year. Don't even, don't even mess around. <laughs> Caitlin already got <laughs> He's going to win the weightlifting competition. He's going to be named woman of the year. <laughs> no, seriously. You can't, you can't compete in a women's league if you have junk. Right. That, that should be a rule. You shouldn't be able to go to the same bathroom either, no? We got to save this for a range episode. Thank they got, you. But they got they got stalls, so who cares? Yeah. I care. As long as they don't stay in the stall, you don't whip I it care. out. That's oh, problem. Oh, oh, I like relax. pisses standing up, honestly. Like, right. Me, I like pisses standing up. Like, I would never give it up just on the fact that I want to piss standing up. <laughs> yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Can I leave piss standing up? <laughs> I, think that's a, I think that's a really, really, like, big advantage we have. Like, you know when you're on the road, like, driving, and you're, like, on a six-hour drive, and you got to piss, and there's no bathroom? Just you can just go anywhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you're a guy. Oh, well, I, in a I bottle. wouldn't mind. In a bottle in the car while no, you're driving. I wouldn't, yeah. Listen, I wouldn't mind sitting like, why would you give up that pr- <laughs> I wouldn't mind sitting when I pee, but the water's freezing. He's saying he's hung like a horse. Yeah. Well, yeah, right. uh, yo, I, don't, I don't know if Yotam's going to let us go into these uh, political rants here. we got to save that for our own right episode. Uh, I know people over there. Don't worry about it. They only listen to the first 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so they'll be like, oh, Blue Apron, awesome. They'll be gone. <laughs> Blue Apron, and they talked about the last fight that yeah, happened. They talked oh, about cool. HBO fights. Great. Thanks. Ooh. All right. Ouch. Hey, it's a boxing right. show. We're talking about boxing. We can't like ignore big boxing fights. No matter right, what network they're on. Where are you going? You hey, wait, wait, wait. Real quick, real quick. Hey, real quick. Talk, okay. Tell everybody what you're doing tonight. I'm going to the Golden Gloves. Oh, yeah. yeah but there's something special there's happening. There's something special here. Don't well, be, don't be shy. Uh, Grand Cove High School is where I fought uh, my first, first amateur fight. fight in the Golden Gloves, actually, in 1998. So uh, tonight, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing exactly. But they told me they want me to go there and they're going to do something for me. 
And, uh, you know, I got to come in through the fighter's entrance when I get there and, you know, go see Joe Schmo. I don't know who. Selena? And they told me that, uh, you know, they want to do something for me. So I get to just acknowledge me in general, you know. So I think that's pretty that's cool. cool. I mean, it'll feel, it'll feel kind of different, you know. It's funny because I've been to the Golden Gloves in Glen Cove one other time since I turned pro. Why? But I didn't go into the fighter's entrance. So <laughs> going into the fighter's entrance, into the arena, into the school, the only other time I did that was when I actually fought that night. So that'll be, when I go inside tonight, I'll be like, man, the only other time I use the doors when I when I fought here 19 years ago. It's pretty well. Oh, Paulie, I, I, just, I just got a text from the New York State Athletic Commission. They said, don't bother showing up tonight. <laughs> <laughs> You're out. The New York State Athletic Commission is not dealing with the amateurs. <laughs> Thank um, God. Whatever. They got, con- also, they got context. In the state tonight, there's a, there's a preview of the that, that Bob Hurley um, um, uh, documentary on Showtime. Oh, we got invited to that too, Pete. I thought uh, I thought uh, I thought you were going to get invited to that. Did they didn't invite you? Nope. Really? Yeah. What's his name? Texting me yesterday. What's his name? Brian. He's not. Yeah, Brian. Pete's no longer in the circle of trust. <laughs> Brian was. Brian texted me yesterday or two days ago to invite me. I told him no. I'm already. I've already planned. But you can invite Pete. And he said, you know what? I will invite Pete. Oh, I wouldn't go tonight anyway. Why? Uh, there's fights on. Yeah, we, we, one do not keep all fights anyway when you're at home. No, I want to watch the fights. It's Glenn. Yeah. I know Glenn's... You know what? Well, Brian team. said, you know what? He will have the meatballs, but... Yeah, but... <laughs> I, will, uh, I will respectfully decline if the offer came and didn't. Yeah. I don't think it did. Right, but, well, um, Brian wanted to invite us strictly on the fact that this is the one he worked on. He produced this one. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, I personally want to produce a victory tonight. I think... Uh, is it... Um, who's tonight? Villanova? No, no Villanova's out. out cause, yeah, I'm sorry. I've been out of the country, and even I know Villanova's out. Shut up. Uh, what you lose bets? Your betting team's already playing. No. He just throws it random shit. I got, um, no. Don't I, listen to this guy. Listen to me. I'll tell you right now, I'll find the teams. Tell me tell me who's playing tonight, because it's tonight and tomorrow. Tonight, I got Michigan versus Oregon. Okay, Oregon is a lock. Boom. Okay, uh, Michigan's minus one. Yes, and Michigan's a seven seed, minus one. Oregon's number three seed. Boom. West Virginia at West uh, Virginia's going down to Gonzaga. Gonzaga. That's my pick. Gonzaga oh, minus three. You were just in West Virginia. Now you're going to do that to them? Really? Yeah, no, I'm tired of the toothless people. And Purdue all that. Is, minus, is plus five and a half versus Kansas. I don't and, know about that one. And Xavier is well, plus seven and a half versus Arizona. One of you will lock me in the tournament. No, he's just a gambling addict. Did you watch the tournaments? First of all, I had to put some people on because our good friend Dave Eskowitz always put me on. Wisconsin is, is a really good team. And yeah, I knew they, they were going to go no? far. Yeah. And even before that, they beat somebody else. But they're um, they're just one of those teams. But you tonight, gotta talk to Jared is what you got to talk to. Yeah, Jared's very good. Yeah. Little Nicky's All right, fellas. All right, I've been trying to get off the phone with you guys for 10 minutes, all right? No, oh, no. Hold on, hold on. Um, <laughs> hold on. What? No, you come in. He's here. Hold on. Yep. Okay. All right. Great. So what are you what doing? Are you there's awkward silence. Say goodbye. Good luck tonight. Huh? Don't, 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 don't throw any punches tonight. Are you retired? All right, fellas. All right, pal. Over and out. Till next week. We'll talk to you next week. Za. And uh, we'll get you the... We'll try to be back next week. Next week, I'll also try to be in the studio if you guys are lucky. That would be nice. Oh, oh. if we're lucky, nice. I'll put a, yeah. I'll put something under my pillow tonight. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 All right. I'll let you go over <laughs> now. All right. All right. Talk to Later. you next week. We hope you enjoy the show. Somebody, let these people on Twitter know we've had shows since January 6th. I don't know how to call them, but I keep so they stop tweeting me that we haven't seen the podcast since January 6th. All There's right? a lot of Please, things you don't know how to do. You guys put something up. You guys They're have asking for a rant episode. You're going to make yourselves useful. They want right. a rant episode. That's what they're asking for. I 
understand. Well, 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 the rant episode is when I'm in the studio. I can't do it on the phone. Oh, uh, no. There's a lot of cursing, a lot of politically incorrect stuff. You know how we do it. Face maker. All right. Yep. All right, guys. We'll talk to you later.